Because I think when we take the time to truly love ourselves and give ourselves the self-love that we desire and deserve and crave, it allows us to be more of who we are. Hi friends and welcome back to the Advice My Friends Ignored podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Brothers, and today we're going to jump back into our chakra series and we are going to talk about the heart chakra. If you haven't already, I recommend going back and listening to the episodes on the root, sacral, and solar plexus chakras, just so you can have a little more background information on the entire chakra system. But if you don't have time to do that, of course, just listen to this episode. It's still going to all make sense, and you can always go back and listen to those afterwards. But let's jump right in and start talking about the heart chakra. The heart chakra is a special chakra, of course. They're all special in their own way, but the heart chakra acts as the bridge between the three lower earthly chakras and the three higher spiritual chakras. And for those of you who are completely new to chakras, chakras are focal points of energy within the body. We have about seven main chakras that run from the base of our spine all the way up to the crown of our head, but we have about 114 chakras all throughout our body, but chakras are energy points within our body and they translate spiritual matter into a physical, emotional, and mental experience. So it's really important that we help keep our chakras balanced and in alignment by doing specific exercises and just always turning inward to making sure that we're living true to who we are because if we don't take care of our chakras and our energy body and our energy centers, then the energy of certain chakras can fester and become really stagnant and then this can lead to mental, emotional, or physical illness. So it's really important that we take care of our spiritual health just as we take care of our physical, mental, and emotional health as well. So with that being said, the heart chakra again acts as this bridge between the three lower earthly chakras and the three higher spiritual chakras. The three lower earthly ones are the root, sacral, and solar plexus, which really govern more of our connection to ourselves and this physical material world. And the three more spiritual chakras are the throat, third eye, and the crown chakra. And these are more spiritual in nature because they're less focused on this physical material world and they're more focused on connecting with the bigger picture and trying to see the bigger perspective of life and connecting with our intuition and our spiritual nature. So the heart chakra really acts as a bridge to connect those three earthly chakras to the three higher spiritual ones to really create that healthy balance. So the heart chakra its Sanskrit term is Anahata, and the heart chakra is, of course, located in the center of your chest. Its element is air and the associated colors for the heart chakra are green and pink. I like to think of the green representing giving love to others whereas the pink is receiving love and being able to receive love from other people but also being able to receive self-love. The heart chakra is all about love. It's all about unconditional love. It governs your feelings of love, your feelings of compassion, your feelings of peace, healing, acceptance, kindness, and it governs your connection to others. The heart chakra just governs your right to love and to be loved. And a lot of times I feel like when it comes to love, we always think that love involves someone else. 
And to some degree, that's true. Of course, we love other people in this lifetime and we meet people that we love and we give them love and we receive love. But the heart chakra is also about you and the love that you have for yourself, regardless of anyone else. It's about how you treat yourself and how you love yourself and how you accept yourself and how you offer yourself compassion on a day-to-day basis. Because I'm sure we've all heard that expression, you can't love or be loved until you fully and truly love yourself. But for the record, I think that is complete garbage. You can absolutely love and be loved without ever fully loving yourself. However, I do think the expression of love might manifest itself differently than if you were to truly love and accept yourself first. And so with that being said, the motto I have for this chakra is not that you can't love or be loved until you fully love yourself because that's fucking garbage. (laughs) It is, and that's a fact. Like I just said, we're all here to learn how to love and sometimes that takes a lifetime. So that doesn't mean that you go throughout life never experiencing love from someone else or being able to love someone else. It just means that the expression of love you give might be a little bit different and you might not feel the fullness of it until a certain point in your life when a certain experience unfolds that teaches you something new and teaches you how to feel on a deeper level. But know that you are inherently worthy of love. Know that you are inherently loved. You yourself are love. So instead, the motto I have for this chakra is you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to be able to fill your own cup up first before you give to everyone else. And I think that's a huge part of the heart chakra is just being able to give yourself the love and the compassion and the acceptance and the forgiveness that you seek yourself. Give it to yourself so that you're able to give it to others with ease. You want to make sure that you're nourishing yourself in the ways that you need to be nourished so that you're not draining yourself of your energy, giving it away to everyone else that you come into contact with. You want to be able to give yourself the love and the patience and the acceptance and self-care that you deserve and that you need so that you aren't depleting yourself of energy every day when you're interacting with people on a day-to-day basis. And the beauty of this is that when you start to actually take pride in nourishing yourself and taking the time out of each day to give yourself what you need, whether it's love or forgiveness or rest or patience or gratitude or whatever it may be. When you are taking time out of your busy life to love yourself and make sure that you are feeling good internally, then it's going to bring all of your chakras into alignment because you are dedicating yourself to your well-being and your chakras are what contribute to your well-being. Your chakras govern your connection to this physical material world and your finances, your joy, your sense of adventure, your confidence, your self-esteem, your relationships, your authenticity, your wisdom, your thoughts, and your connection to all that is. And when you start to balance your chakras and your lower three chakras are strong and aligned, you start to feel the fullness of the heart chakra and you exude this essence of unconditional love because the energy that you've allowed to open up and flow through the bottom three chakras, the root, sacral, and solar plexus, starts to flow up into the heart center and starts to open that up. And so you just feel so alive and so grateful for life and you just feel ready to give and receive love to everyone. One of the very first things I realized when I was on my healing journey was that the true essence of each and every one of us is love. 
We are not our bodies, we're not our thoughts, we're not our jobs, we're not our names, we're not any of these materialistic labels or ideas. We are spiritual beings who are made up of pure, unconditional love, who have come here manifested as a human to live a human experience. And one way I love to think of this is to think about when you're mean to someone. Think of when you say something to someone that really hurts their feelings. Think of when you feel, act, and behave in a way that hurts yourself or someone else. It doesn't feel good, does it? <laughs> Typically are left with feelings of regret, guilt, shame, anxiety, or maybe even a sense of numbness. But now think of a time you show someone love. Think of a time when you are loving, appreciating, and nurturing yourself and others. Think of when you're showing kindness to others, when you're showing them empathy, or when you're going out of your way to do a good deed for someone. You feel good, right? You feel fulfilled, you feel happy, and you feel this almost like this wave of peace or excitement wash over you because it feels good to be good and to give love and it feels right to show yourself and others kindness and love. And that's no coincidence. It's no coincidence because you are love. We're all love. The very essence of each and every one of us is love. So when we act from a place of hate, it never fills up our cup the way that it does when we act from a place of love. Because love is our true state of being. It's our inner essence. It's what we are at the very depths of our soul. And if you really cut through all the bullshit, you will realize that everything you are seeking in life is based upon love. On a surface level, yeah, you might want money or followers or a home or a car or a relationship or whatever it may be, but if you really cut through all the bullshit, you'll realize that what we're all seeking in life is love. We're seeking acceptance, we're seeking validation, we're seeking connection, but the thing is, is we don't need to seek that at all because we can find it internally through doing the inner work because we can give that to ourselves if we take the time to turn inwards and reflect on the thoughts, beliefs, and narratives that we tell ourselves on a daily basis. And when we can really turn inward and start to change some of those narratives that no longer serve us, we can change our entire perception of ourselves and therefore life. And we can really open up our heart center to see the beauty of life and see the beauty of ourselves and see the beauty of others so that we're no longer operating from this place of envy or regret or hostility or anger towards ourselves or other people, but rather we have an open heart and we are accepting of ourselves ourselves and other people and all of these situations that unfold around us. But because we all go through hardships in our lives, we experience heartbreaks, loss, insecurities, and traumas, we sometimes lose touch of that feeling of unconditional love and acceptance that is flowing through our veins, and our heart chakra can become imbalanced. And when your heart chakra is out of alignment, it can manifest in multiple ways. The first way it can manifest is feelings of loneliness. You just feel disconnected from other people and you feel alone. Maybe you feel really misunderstood. You feel like no one gets you and you feel like you are just living in this world of isolation. Another sign of an imbalanced heart chakra is feelings of envy and jealousy. These feelings stem from a belief that tell you that you're not worthy enough to have what other people have, so you end up feeling jealous or envious of what 
they have because you want it. But let me remind you that you are inherently worthy. Everything that other people have that you want, you are able to have it too. And the universe doesn't show you this to make you feel jealous or invoke feelings of envy, anger, or resentment within you, but rather it's to motivate you and remind you that you can have what they have too. And the more work you do on your chakras, especially your lower three chakras, the more you're going to see that you are worthy of these things and that you are capable of achieving them too. And another sign of the heart chakra being imbalanced is feelings of hate. You might just feel like you really just don't like anyone. Everyone's irritating you and you just dislike a lot of people and you people just make you angry. And on top of this, when you have an imbalanced heart, it can also lead you to be really critical of others, which is a reflection of yourself and the amount of love you foster for yourself. And this is something that I'm currently struggling with. I am critical of others and I'm not afraid to say it. And it's honestly like a blessing and a curse to me. <laughs> and I think of my human design chart. And if you don't know what human design is, I will link something in the show notes for you to explore your own chart. But basically human design is like a blueprint for your soul. It tells you all about your strengths and weaknesses. It tells you what your purpose is. It tells you what you're here to communicate. It tells you what you're here to do. It tells you just so much about yourself and it's so incredibly eye-opening and accurate. It's scary. <laughs> but I have gate 18 in both sides of my Jupiter and both my unconscious and conscious sides of my chart, which basically means that I live to fix things. It's just a gift that I have, but it's only a gift when I use it the correct way. You know, if I'm spending my entire life nitpicking myself and other people that I'm not using the gate and the energy of that gate in the correct way. So one of the skills I have in this life is to notice flaws in other people and help them improve those flaws and improve their overall well-being, which is honestly hilarious, but not funny at all because I'm a holistic wellness coach. So it totally makes sense that I have gate 18 in my Jupiter. But if you don't have self-awareness and you don't use the energy of this gate in the proper healthy way that it's meant to be used in, then you'll end up just being super critical of yourself and never feeling good enough about yourself. And that will be projected onto everyone else in your life. And that's kind of something I'm working on right now, because right now I'm at a point in my life where I have just been so hard on myself and it's absolutely exhausting and because I'm so hard on myself, I'm projecting that onto my partner and it's just impacting us as a couple and I just see it being reflected back to me in so many areas of my life. So back to what I was saying is when you're super critical of others, it's typically a reflection of you and a reflection of the relationship you have with yourself because if you were accepting of yourself, you'd be accepting of others. You wouldn't feel like you need to critique them or criticize them or try to fix them, but rather you'd accept them like you do yourself. Another sign of imbalance in the heart chakra is boundaries. This is something I think a lot of people struggle with is setting boundaries. Like I said earlier, you can't pour from an empty cup, but a lot of times when our heart chakra is imbalanced, we either are giving too much of ourselves to other people to the point where we are completely draining our cup. So the 
that by the time we get home, we have nothing else to give to our families or our friends or anything. And we're just completely drained. Or on the other side of the same coin, maybe you have too many boundaries to the point where you're not letting anyone in and you're not giving anything to anyone. You're just isolating yourself and you're creating this barricade around yourself, trying to protect your heart and yourself and your feelings of worthiness and value by just creating this shell around you to protect you from anything that could potentially hurt you, like heartbreak or loss or anything in the relation to grief. So boundaries is a big thing when it comes to the heart chakra. Are you a person who doesn't set boundaries and you're just constantly giving, giving, giving? Or are you a person who has too many boundaries to the point where you're not letting anyone in out of this fear of rejection or fear of hurt or fear of pain. And branching off that one, another sign of imbalance in the heart chakra, which I don't find that many people talk about, is posture. I want you to take a minute to analyze your posture right now. What's it look like? How does it feel? Are you sitting or standing up tall with your shoulders back? Or do you find that your shoulders are curved forward, hiding your chest and leaving your chest to be sunk into the body a bit? Are you feeling really confident with your posture? You know, does your posture exude confidence? Are your shoulders back? Is your chest puffed out? Are you just ready to walk into any situation feeling confident and ready to take on anything? Or is your posture more hunched and curved in and a little more reserved and maybe you are shrinking yourself down a little bit so you're protecting your heart? If you feel like your shoulders are curving towards the front of your chest and that your posture is not as confident as you want it to be, this is a way that we unconsciously are trying to protect the heart and the chest from pain. And this is something I think is so cool because I've found it to be true. The people in my life who I find to be the most confident and the most fulfilled and the most grateful and just the most giving have the best posture and their chests are puffed up, their shoulders are pulled back and they just have excellent posture because they've opened the energy of their heart chakra and they're living from this place of love where they're not afraid to give or receive love. A lot of times when the heart chakra is imbalanced, it's stemming from traumas or pain that we've experienced from our past that we haven't fully processed because of course we've all gone through some form of heartbreak or loss or you know heartache in some way or another and if we don't deal with that loss in a proper way, that energy will fester and it will fester and it will fester and it can manifest as feelings as you know, envy, resentment, hate, anger, and loneliness. And when we're sitting in all of these feelings, it can create a lot of grief within us to the point where we sink into a depression or just feelings of disconnection and we feel really isolated from the world around us and the people around us and we find it really challenging to connect with others. So it's really important that we maintain a healthy heart chakra because when we have a balanced heart, it makes it so much easier to love and be loved. And when our heart chakra is open, we're not always spending our time seeking love outside of ourselves, but rather we are learning how to love ourselves from within and we can let the love flow through us. And when we allow love to flow through us internally through the words that we speak to ourselves and how we treat ourselves and how much compassion we offer ourselves, we can then share that same love with everyone that we meet. Because I think when we take the time to truly love ourselves and give ourselves the self-love that we desire and deserve and crave, it allows us to be more of who we are. It allows us to fully express who we are without any guilt, 
fear or shame attached to it. And I think that's beautiful because that's what I think life is. I think life is this journey of learning to love ourselves and accept ourselves in the way that we need to so that we can go throughout life and create meaningful connections that are free from projection, manipulation, hate, or resentment, but rather create connections that are stemming from a place of love, acceptance, compassion, and respect. So in order to do that, we have to heal our heart chakra. So let's dive into some of the best healing methods for this chakra. The first one, without a doubt, is to balance the lower chakras. I have so many TikTok videos on how to balance the chakras, so I will link my TikTok in the show notes. I encourage you to check it out. I also have a chakra healing journal on Amazon that I will also link in the show notes, but really just focus on balancing those lower three earthly chakras so that you can feel strong, secure, stable, joyful, and confident and authentic in this physical material world because you want to feel stable. You want to create that stable, secure foundation in the lower chakras before you start building in the higher ones, right? So balance the lower three chakras. Second healing method, of course, meditation. This is the ultimate healer because meditation is how we contact the chakras and there's so many different types of meditations you can do. For the heart chakra specifically, I recommend loving kindness meditations. These are meditations where you wish loving kindness towards someone you know, someone you don't really know, someone you might have issues with, and then you offer it to yourself and the whole world. And it's just a really empowering form of meditation to help you tap into the heart chakras energy and feelings of love, gratitude, forgiveness, and acceptance. So I definitely recommend a loving kindness meditation when it comes to the heart chakra, but you can also do chanting meditations. The seed mantra for the heart chakra is YAM, Y-A-M. So you can just repeat this over and over again, tuning into the sensations of the throat and heart center as you're repeating this mantra, like YAM. It's kind of like you know, you focus on those vibrations that the mantra produces and that vibration helps stimulate and stabilize or replenish the energy of the heart chakra. Other things you can do are mudras, which are hand gestures that you use during meditation that, you know, help bring energy into the areas of your body that needs it. And I'm actually having one of my good friends come on the podcast next week to talk about mudras because they've really helped her in her own healing journey. So I'm really excited for that episode. So be sure to tune in next week for that. But the next healing method for the heart chakra is practice gratitude. Gratitude, 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 gratitude. <laughs> Keep a gratitude journal. Express gratitude out loud. Do whatever you need to do to express gratitude. You got it? <laughs> Like wake up every morning and just express gratitude for three things that you see. And every moment that you can remember to express gratitude, it is the key to opening the heart center. Because a lot of times when our heart center is closed, we don't feel worthy, we don't feel loved, we don't feel valued, we don't feel appreciated, and instead we're filled with anger and trust issues and jealousy and hate and all of these lower vibrational sensations. But if we could just tap into gratitude and learn to appreciate what's in front of us rather than what we don't have, it's going to do wonders for our overall well-being because we're going to learn to appreciate ourselves. We're going to learn to appreciate the things we do have and the things that are on its way to us rather than always focusing on what we don't have and then getting mad at the world for us not having what other people have or for not having things unfold the way that we want them to. So gratitude is the ultimate healer along with meditation. <laughs> 
Another powerful way to heal this chakra is through breath work because the element of the heart chakra is air. So breath work, of course, is an awesome way to bring some energy into this chakra and bring some balance to this chakra. There's so many different types of breath work that you can try. I recommend just going on YouTube and searching for some heart chakra breath work exercises. I'm sure there are so many for you to try that will be super beneficial. And with that being said, with the heart chakra's element being air, another way to heal this chakra is is go outside, get some fresh air, get out of your home, get out of your apartment, get out of your office building and go get some fresh air. Open up your heart to all of the fresh air and the nature that's around you. And on top of that, since the heart chakra's color is green, go outside and spend time in nature. Go on a forest walk, go to your local park, go somewhere where you're going to be surrounded by greenery and just immerse yourself in all the nature and the lush greenery that's around you. So get some fresh air, get some sunshine and go outside. (laughs) Another way to heal this chakra is through yoga and movement. There's so many different types of chest opening yoga poses like cobra pose, upward dog, cactus pose, and just so many different types of movements and asanas throughout yoga that will help open up that heart center and, you know, bring some new fresh energy into that center. I've been practicing yoga for I want to say two months now and my practice has excelled in just the best way possible. I used to have no upper body strength whatsoever. I honestly have string bean arms. It's what Mike and his brother always say to me. Like, I just have string bean arms. (laughs) And I never had upper body strength, but I've been practicing yoga. And now I'm able to do crow pose, which is, you know, balancing on my hands. And it's just so empowering. And on top of that, yoga has just really helped me become more in tune with my own energy body. You know, whenever I'm feeling tense in a specific area of my body, like after I do yoga, it's instantly released. I just feel so much more at peace, so much more zen, so much more in tune with myself, my soul, and my body, and it's just absolutely incredible. So, cannot recommend yoga enough. I'm sure you can tell I'm super passionate about it because I just love how much it's helped me improve holistically on a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level. It's just helped me in so many ways. Other ways to open up the heart chakra is to tell more people that you love them. That's what everyone wants to hear. Everyone wants to hear that they're loved. Everyone wants to hear that they're appreciated. So go out there and tell people that. Go tell people you appreciate them. Tell them you're grateful for them do some kind of act of kindness every single day. Kindness is what the heart chakra feeds on. It wants to give love, remember? Like, we never regret an act of kindness. We never regret giving love. We never regret being kind to someone. We never regret doing a good deed. So, give love as often as you can, not only to other people, but to yourself. And you can give love to yourself through affirmations, or maybe you can give love to yourself by keeping a photo of yourself as a child where you can see it often. Like, put a picture of yourself from when you were a kid on your mirror in the bathroom. So, you have to look at it every day and give yourself love because that's you. The child in that picture is you and they're still in there and they just want love and they just want acceptance and they just want to be felt, seen, and heard and acknowledged and appreciated. So give that to yourself and give that to others as well. I remember a while back, I heard about this story of this guy who wrote anonymous love letters and just kind of put them in mailboxes throughout his town. And I thought that was incredible. And I think it blew up so much that it actually kind of turned into a business where now they just, I don't really know the extent of the story, but I just thought the beginning of the story was beautiful. The fact that he created this 
amazing gesture of kindness where he was going around writing love letters and dropping them in random mailboxes. Can you even imagine the expression on the people's faces who are just receiving this amazing love note in their mailbox for zero reason? That's another thing you could do. If you don't know how to give love to the people around you, then give love to strangers. <laughs> they might need it. And especially if, you know, giving love makes you feel uncomfortable, a great way to start practicing giving it is to do it anonymously through writing love letters and dropping them in mailboxes. So there are so many ways to bring balance to the heart chakra. And the last one I'll recommend is to eat green foods. The color of the heart chakra is green. So the heart chakra loves leafy greens. It loves vegetables. It loves green juices. It loves kiwi and celery and all those good things. So nourish yourself not only with self-love, but also nourish yourself through a proper diet. This will benefit all of your chakras, I promise you. So those are all the best ways to bring balance to the heart chakra. If you want to learn more about it, I encourage you to check out my TikTok, check out my chakra healing journal. I also have a chakra healing audio course that's super beneficial as well. So be sure to check all that out in the show notes and just remember to give yourself love. The essence of who you are is love and it's what we all crave at the very end of the day. And so give it to yourself. You are inherently worthy. The fact that you are here on this fucking planet means that you are worthy. You are blessed to be here. We are living on a floating rock in the middle of this massive, massive universe, and you're here. You're existing, you're breathing, you're living, and that is a miracle. Truly, you are a miracle, and that makes you worthy. It makes you worthy of everything you desire. It makes you worthy of love. It makes you worthy of being loved, giving love, and it makes you worthy of every single thing that you could possibly ever desire. So please never let yourself think otherwise. Give yourself everything that you crave. The truth is that every single thing that you seek out in life exists within you already. It's just a matter of turning inward and connecting with it. If you want to feel accepted, give yourself acceptance. Don't wait for someone else to accept you for who you are because the truth is they never might. The truth is, is not everyone out there is going to like you for you and that's a reflection of them, not you. So don't wait for other people to accept you. Instead, accept yourself exactly as you are because you are enough. Don't wait for things to be grateful for. Find things to be grateful for. Don't wait for the car or the job or the relationship or the traveling experience or the new friends to make you feel grateful. Be grateful now for whatever you have. There are so many different things that you can be grateful for in this moment. You don't need to wait for anything else to be appreciative for what you have. By expressing gratitude towards the water you feel when you're in the shower, the fresh air you feel blowing across your face when you're outside, the sunshine kissing your skin in the summertime, the phone that you're listening to this on, the education that you've received, the car that you're driving, the friends that you have, the family that you have. There's so many things in every single moment of your life that you can be grateful for. You can even be grateful for traffic. You can literally tell yourself, I'm grateful for this traffic because it's giving me time to slow down and just be with myself. But instead, we complain about traffic. We're like, Ugh, I don't want to be in this traffic. I want to be home. We always want to be somewhere else. We always want to be doing something else. But when we go throughout life fostering this mindset where nothing's ever good enough and we always want to be somewhere else, then we're never going to be satisfied. Because if you're not happy with where you are right now, you're not going to be happy when you get to where you want to be because you're just going to find new things to complain about and you're going to find new reasons as to why you can't be happy or why you can't be grateful. So learn to be grateful in every moment 
moment that you can and immerse yourself fully into those feelings of gratitude. It takes practice. I, I will not lie. It's not easy when you've trained yourself to be ungrateful for so many years. It's really hard to like come out of that state of ungratefulness. But with practice, it gets so much easier and you learn to just find the gratitude in every situation and it's just so empowering. So those are all my insights on the heart chakra. The next episode in this series will be on the throat chakra, which is all about mindful communication, self-expression, and authenticity. So that will be a good one. So be sure to tune into that episode. Again, please be sure to check out the show notes. I will have as much resources as I can to help you learn and grow and evolve as you're meant to in this life. So check those out. And as always, please leave a review or share this podcast on your social media. If you're listening, I'd love to share some love with you. And also I'd love to get to know you guys as an audience more and get a feel of what you want to learn about more. I appreciate you all so much. This podcast is for you. It's to help you grow. It's to help you evolve. So I want to hear from you and I want to hear what you want to learn about. So thank you again for being here. I'm so grateful for you and I'm so grateful for this opportunity to have a podcast. I'm so grateful for all of you who tune in every single week. I, I know I say this every week, but I mean it. I, I, I truly mean it. Um, yeah, so that's it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys soon.